0: Have you ever found yourself after a big life change sitting there thinking, who am I? Maybe it was a breakup. Maybe it was a career shift that you weren't expecting. Maybe it's after having a child and you genuinely don't know how to be you anymore because you don't know who you is. That's what we're talking about today on the pod. Welcome back to Well with Michelle where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scrambled, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Welcome back, my wonderful friend. I hope you are having the most beautiful day. And even though it's not an amazing day, I hope you are okay with that every day doesn't have to be a perfect day. Every day is not going to be a 10. I had one of those days this week, so I'm just going to send that love out there on Monday. I did not have a 10 day and I really had to talk myself through it because there was no actual reason that I was off. It was just, just an off day. Okay, side note, let's get back to it. Finding ourselves After a Big Life Change. I'll tell you a little story first, because who doesn't like to hear a story? Because we all like to feel loved and like we're not the only ones going through this. And I promise you, I know that you're not the only one going through this. I hear it from my clients all the time. I've been through this myself, and I think most of us can be able to resonate with this episode. I'm going to use the example of a breakup. And coming out of that breakup, I was actually surprised just how lost I was because I've always been very independent, self-starter, could do my own thing. And I came out of this relationship. It had been so long since I thought about what I was going to do on my own that I had to relearn how to be able to make a decision on my own and make a decision that was just for me without including another human. So I played around with this. I considered buying a bed and breakfast. I've always wanted to do that over in the next province over in British Columbia. It's beautiful and warm and lush and green there. Did I want to buy a home? Uh, Did I want to move to a warm country? Like, What was the move? Prior to the breakup, I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to buy a home here, you know, settle down because that's what I should do, putting shoulds in quotes there because we know in this community, we don't like shoulds. We don't follow shoulds. Shoulds are ridiculous. <laughs> but now the world was my oyster again. Prior to that, I just absolutely loved traveling. I was all over the place all the time and I didn't have that same flexibility to just take off for years on end in the relationship and I recognized that I was able to start living my life in a way that felt authentic to me again, but I had to remind myself how to do that. I had lost part of myself in the relationship and that was entirely on me. This was a really beautiful, kind, you know, surface level relationship. It was just me. I let myself lose who I really was. We had different long-term goals and never spoke about it. So anyways, that's why things moved on. And anyone who has been through a breakup knows there's this weird phase where you have to relearn how to be on your own. Even the simple things of not texting that person all the time, or not checking in when you get home, or not picking up the phone on the drive home, whatever it is. It's confusing, lonely, and it's so vital to spend that time alone. Anyway, so I went from being on a secluded farm (laughs) part-time... to moving to Dubai, talk about a shift. I spent lots of time reflecting on this. And also now I see it with my clients all the time who are going through big life shifts. And there are three consistent steps that I see as incredibly effective as you're trying to gather yourself after a big life shift. So I'm going to share some of my insights. You take what resonates for you. And I hope this serves you in a big way. The first one was learning to feel my feelings, which sounds so silly. I didn't actually understand how to feel my feelings until I was about 25. Once I went through therapy, I realized how surface level my life was. Now, while my life was incredible, it was very surface level. So when we're talking about feeling our feelings, a couple of ways we do this. Stop being reactive when the tough stuff comes up. Outsourcing the answer to friends or family, you got to start looking internally. You got to sit in that feeling and accept the first step to these shifts and processing them is accepting where you are and whatever emotion is coming up with that is okay. I am stressed that I'm in this situation. I am sad. I am lonely. I am hurt, whatever it is. Maybe it's on upside where you're feeling energized and empowered by it, but whatever that emotion is, sit with it. Then when it comes to the not outsourcing it, we tend to ask other people's opinions when we don't trust ourselves of, should I be feeling this way? Is this normal? And while it's beautiful to lean on a community, that can't be your auto go-to. You've got to learn to sit with yourself. Because the only advice that someone else can give you is their projection of the situation based on their experience. So while their experience might be extremely heartfelt and their shares and their advice are coming from a place of love, they're answering for them, not for you. So we got to start looking internally. A little example I like to give of this is say one person goes to Italy And they have a really terrible time. They lost their bag on the way there through the airline. They had food poisoning. Their hotel fire alarm went off every single night. They fought with their partner the entire time they were there. Okay, so that's one person's experience of Italy. And when they tell other people, no, don't go to Italy. Italy friggin' sucks. This happened, this happened, this happened. But you look at that. And none of that is actually to do with Italy. It was that person's experience around the trip, but it had nothing to do with Italy. So imagine you took that advice and you're like, mm, no, Jack said that Italy sucked. I'm not going to go. It's the same as when you're about to make a shift or you've just gone through a shift and you're trying to decide what to do next. If you're asking someone else for advice of what you should do, They are answering to build their dream reality, not yours. And it doesn't mean it's not from a place of love, but their projections, their experiences are what is guiding their advice. So be mindful of that as you start to step into this new space. There's a lot of fear that comes up from a big shift, but there's also so much beauty in it being a fresh start. So try to look at it that way, even if it's been a bit of a tough shift for you. The next thing is we have this expectation in general in society that we should always know what we're doing. Even if something happens immediately, we should have it figured out again. One, that's insane. You need some time to learn what you want. And two, it's just completely unrealistic and cuts out all creativity and excitement and opportunity to explore. So what I really want to encourage you to do is once you've sat in the emotion and you see where you're at, make space for multiple options moving forward. Don't worry about finding an immediate long-term answer. Allow yourself to play, be curious and make it fun. There's a new opportunity to rediscover you. Then you can start asking yourself questions that you maybe wouldn't have considered prior. Do I want to continue to live in the same place? Do I want to switch up careers? Try a new hobby? Do I want to travel for a while? Start asking yourself questions you didn't give yourself permission to ask prior. There is a reason that you're here right now. And I'm not saying or taking any of the weight away that sometimes these shifts are painful. But there is a reason, there is a lesson or a blessing in there. So try to be open-minded to those while still making space for the full range of human emotion, okay? Making space for multiple truths and making space for multiple options in your life. So for example, once I came out of that breakup, I didn't I didn't know what the frick I was doing, I ran marathons, I bought a home, I looked at new careers, I built new friendship groups that were focused more on epic hikes as opposed to going out in the city and going out for dinners and drinking. I reassessed my entire life because I realized in the time that I was in the relationship through no fault of him, entirely of me, I didn't even know what I liked anymore and I was just following along what I was supposed to be doing by society's standards The next move we want to make, as we make space for multiple options, is ditching the timeline in which these options are going to happen. So there's a couple of points around this. When ditching the timeline, and you're first practicing, and you're deciding what you want to do next, and you've got all your options laid out, let them be fun experiences where you're just relearning yourself while you try this new hobby. Maybe you want to, I don't know, start knitting scarves and you think, yeah, this is going to be it. I'm going to have a knitting scarf business. And then a month in you realize that the yarn gives you a rash and the needles, I don't know, hurt your fingers. I don't really know how to knit. That might not have been a great description. (laughs) Maybe, you know, you want to be more challenged in your career. And you're unsure what that looks like. Is that making a meeting with your boss and saying, Hey, I would love to take these courses to help me excel in my role. Is the company willing to pay them? Maybe that's going ahead and sign up for a course on your own. Maybe that's stitching companies because the company you're currently in doesn't allow for proper expansion. Maybe it's suggesting enhanced roles within the company you're in. Maybe it's bridging off into a new realm under your business and you're on entrepreneurial journey, and you're going to lean further into it. But whatever it is, ditch the timeline around it. Let yourself practice and play with the idea before you make it your entire new identity. As soon as we put a lot of weight onto each decision, it takes away the creativity and the space to see if it's actually aligned. And it comes into this incredibly hard task where it has to happen. And this is me now. And I've told everyone, so I've got to make it happen. And you lose that joy. And often with big shifts, this is your best opportunity to see your naked, vulnerable self and be like, hey, this is me. Who am I? Who do I really want to be? Who have I maybe been pretending to be that I'm ready to ditch? I am ready to be the person who I know down at a soul level is me. Be mindful as well if you're more on a, as opposed to building a business or making a big career switch or going traveling, if you're more on a small habits journey, you're fed up with not feeling good about your body, you're fed up with having a toxic relationship with food, be mindful that new habits take 18 to 250 days to build. The next level you that you're working towards will take at least that. So learn to enjoy the process, celebrate the small wins, and know that this growth is not going to be linear. My biggest lesson that I learned from the breakup and just an overall large life shift was that it does turn out better than you could have ever imagined. And I don't say that to be flouncy or spiritual. I know you hear it a lot on Instagram, but I it is true to my very core. I cannot believe the life that I have now, where I travel, where I have a partner who loves to travel just as much as I do, who is healthy and fit. And we have so much fun and he's my best friend and we're building this epic life together. There is nothing against the other person that I was with, but it wasn't the right fit. And that shift broke my heart. I was a sad human being for a year, started to get better at a year. There were absolutely parts where I didn't think I was ever going get, to get over this person. And I had made all these plans of steps, how to get back with that person. And looking back at it now, it would have been the absolute worst decision of my life because it wouldn't have made space for what was actually meant to be in my life. So look at it from that approach. Don't knock down the amount of pain you might be currently in. But try to keep that glimmer of hope, that light at the end of the tunnel that this is happening for a very specific reason. And the more you invite the good in, the possibility in, you open your heart to new opportunities, the universe is going to friggin' blow you away of just how good it can get. All right. Just a quick one today. You deserve an epic life. Don't forget that, my friend. Embrace what's here right now. No matter how messy it is, that is the human experience. You can handle this. You got this. I love you so much. Let's start on a weekly podcast moving forward now. Every Wednesday, new conversation. You and me, let's hang out. Love you lots. If you've been enjoying this 10 podcast burst, my friend, it makes all of the impact. If you like and rate and leave a little review, if you send me a screenshot of the review that you left on Styles Coaching on Instagram, I will absolutely chat back to you. I am so grateful that you have chosen to spend your time with me today. All right. Bye-bye.